0: Okay, we are in Sefer Yoel, Parrot Dalid, which is the last parrot in Yoel, Pusuk Olive, Kine Bayomim Hohema. And so we have seen in these three chapters up till now where Yoel has taken us through the seven year locust plus famine plague. He's moved to a prophecy of beautiful Nechama and Tshuva and yesterday we went into a prophecy of the Achris Hayamim that in the end of days the Mashiach is coming or will be coming plus the battle, the cataclysmic battle of Gogu Magog, where go Magog uh, it will be a battle to, will signal it by its total destruction of all the uh advent of the Mashiach. And we're going to continue with that uh from Pasat olive As the Navi says, He in those days, in those days refers to as Radaks Ha Mashiach, the days of the Mashiach. Uh And in that time, Asher Ashiv Eshfus Yehuda of Yerushalayim. I will return from the exile Yehuda and Yerushalayim. They will be back on their land. Radak also points out that uh, do not omit the ten tribes, the Asar Ashvatim. The only reason they're stressing uh Yehuda of Yushalayim is because Yushalayim is the center of it and the base Hamikash, but it could also mean that say that at this time the ten tribes have already been returned. So everybody will theoretically be back on their land. The Kibatsias I will gather now all the nations, the Horatim El Emek Yehoshaphat. And I will take them to the valley of Yehoshaphat. The valley of Yehoshaphat is a valley outside of Yerushalayim. That will be where the Mefoshim say the actual battle of Gog Umagov. And it means here judgment. In other words, it's a contraction of Shofet Yah, the Kaddish bar who will judge. And all the nations of the world who had persecuted B'nei Israel at one time or another will be put on trial. I will judge them there on my nation, Binachati Israel, my uh, Legacy, Israel Asher by Goyim that they scattered among the Goyim, the and they divided or they um, dismembered my land. It's interesting usage where the Chodesh was referring to Eretz Yisrael as Chileik, uh, Esartzi, my land. Moreover, we learned in um, Avodah Zorah, Masekht Avodah Zorah starts with a very fascinating Agarata that in the end of days at this time each nation will be called before the Kaddish Baruch Hu to offer some extenuating circumstance as to what they did and it's a very interesting Agarata because most try to say well we did it at your behest or in the end we did it so they would be able to uh, benefit from it and it's, each one is rejected in kind uh, we deal or we have dealt with the argument that when they argue um, that we only did what you told us to do we were an instrument in punishing B'nai Israel and the answer of course is that you went beyond the original mandate in Mitzrayim you were told yes you were to enslave them uh, you never were told to kill their sons in the uh, Nile, or what other excesses you did, and that would apply to all the nations. Asher Pisruh Bar uh that have scattered them among the nations, the Radak points out specifically, we're talking about Titus. Titus of Rome is going to bear the biggest responsibility that he scattered B'nai Israel to the point where we are still scattered today. Um, continues the Navi, Ves Elami Yadu Goro. And what they did virtually, these nations, was make like a lottery of my people. They exploited them. Hayelet Bezona, Machu What they did was, the implication is they used the children in uh, sex exploitation, but certainly exploitation as well, they used to barter them. Isn't there maybe, Hilly, a better way of looking at it? They, They did to Israel what they did to anybody else they were able to dominate. But what they did, what they did was simply were simply evil, right? Not whether, whoever they did it to. So they just did what they did. It's not like they treated Israel worse than they treated their other enemies. That's not necessarily true. I think they did, a lot of them. Nebuchadnezzar didn't treat all his conquests like he did B'nai Israel, Either did Titus. Well, maybe Nazi Germany, but... And I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it's but a good analogy. They're they pretty bad to everybody. Right, but they exceeded themselves with the treatment of the Jews. And, and really, so did Bovel, so did Ashur, so did um, mm-hmm. uh, Rome. In any case, they're talking about the exploitation of the children, that what they did by Yidnu Hayel Bezona, they used the, the boys. To trade off for prostitutes, and they would barter the girls to buy wine and, and provisions. It was a total explanation I'm sorry, exploitation of the children. Continues the navi The and the Navi turns their attention to the nation of Tyre and Sidon you will remember that they were a special friends of Shlomo. They built the base HaMikdar, Shkirah Melech so that they had a very friendly relationship, and then they turn on them. They turn on them merely to exploit them for financial gain. Uh, and so you, tyrant and Sidon, you should have been a supporter of a friend, all the dwellers of Philistia. Did you have a particular incident where I provoked you that you behaved like this? If you didn't and you're still reacting like you did uh, then I will return what you have done or your provocation upon your head. Um, As the Radak says Ma lilechem what what argument do you and I have to your citizenship busenbar see you came into the land Shatem sh'neem you and admit neighbors who were friends you should have been there to help my nation the lawas came you didn't do this elokah sheret esum shebo alaiha machai ha'umos when the other nations came you join them, for one reason, to despoil, to take booty, <coughs> and for this you shall be punished, because you knew better. You took their gold, their silver, and their treasures you took to your heichals, your temples, it would mean, and some say this could mean the, um, the Torah itself you took and expropriated, Uvene Yehuda, and now the children of Yehuda uh, and Yerushalayim, what they did to them, mechartem levnei hayyavonim, you sold their children to the Greeks, which is pretty far away. Laman hachikem, solely because you wanted to distance them from Al bulam, from your nations. So this is an example, Stephen, where they do get special, quote, unquote, treatment because what they did was take their children, send them to the furthest spot they could so that they could never get their way back to Eretz Yisrael. Um, So now what I'm going to do in response I am going to take them from the point which you have sold them and I will send them back uh, and punish you for what you have done I will sell your children and your biyad b'nei Yehuda through Yehuda and Yehuda will send them a aim Swaim. Swaim is a, a different, a distant land, even further than Yavon El ki Hashem It will be like mida uh, mida I will do to your children Now we go back to the call of judgment at Gogol Kiruzot by Goyim, call out to the Goyim, Kitshu milchama, declare war. Ha'iru ha'giborim, let the mighty warriors strengthen themselves, ye goshu. Yalu kalan sheha milchamar, let all the supposed warriors come to do battle. Interesting turn of metaphor now. Kitu itechem leharavos, beat. Your plowshares into swords. Instead of the famous Isaiah, your swords will be beaten into plowshares. Umazmaroseyam, your pruning forks, le ramachin into spears. What is the Navi saying there? He's saying that now getting ready for this war, there's going to be no domesticated agricultural pursuit. Take your farm tools, make them into spears and swords. So, what will happen? Uh, and the the weak will say, I am strong. This is the enemy. You will, because you're not, you're going to be defeated. And once you're defeated, then comes the Neviya of Yishayahu, that uh, utopian vision of they will beat their swords into the plowshares. But here it is reversed in order to mount this great war of gold, Umar gold. Rise up and all the nations will come from surrounding places, the nikbitsa and they will gather there uh, to fight with the Kaddish baruchu, as it were. They will go as we've said to this valley outside Jerusalem. And there I will sit in judgment to all the nations of the world who have oppressed Israel. Shilchu In other words, um, send out your your harvesting tools. Boshel the katsir has blossomed, bo rodu, go down to the vineyards, ki gas, the uh, storage, the wineries are filled, he shiku hayog the granaries are filled, ki because you have done much evil, what does that mean? what the Kaddish Baruch Hu is saying, using the metaphor of a full field, a full granary, a full winery, that the time is ripe, literally, for your punishment. In other words, now is the time to strike at the height of your prosperity, as it were. Or at the time, it was never more fertile for an attack. Hamonim, hamonim ba'eime kecharutski korobion Hashem be'amek hacharutz, and now those will be counted and weighed out in this valley, and it will be called now ameik hacharutz, not just ameik hamishpat. Ameik hacharutz means the valley of destruction. Pikarov Hashem be'ameik hacharutz. The day is coming for the destruction that will take place um, in. The valley of Yehoshaphat, which will be a valley of destruction. And we repeat that metaphor Shemesh, we are the sun, the moon will darken. In other words, the Kodesh is going to change the order of nature and constellations, and sun and moon. They will darken. The Kochavim, a spoon or gum, the Kochavim will darken uh, and recede. Continues the Navi Pesach test Zion. The Hashem Sion Yisrael, the kaddish book, will growl as it will roar like a lion. When Yisraelim etein and from Yisraelim he will give out his voice. The Roshu Shamayim, the skies, will make noise. The Eretz Hashem Machaser. The earth will be covered with the Spirit of God, Lamo, who and with his strength live Yisrael. Israel. interesting thing here in, in Tessaiyan is Kodesh Barhu screaming like a lion, giving his voice and the noise of the sky, and the Radak and other Mephoshim say this means, is referring to an earthquake that there is an earthquake, Gam Rashi Ba Bayom HaHu Be'eretz Yisrael, you will recall Yecheskel and Zechariah both predicted this time there is going to be a tremendous earthquake. Via datem ki ani you will know that I am the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Shalchein b'Sion, dwelling in Zion, Har Kodesh in my Mount of Holiness. The Haysa Jerusalem, Kodesh Jerusalem, will be holy. V'zorim lo yavu and nations will not traverse it and trample it and conquer it any longer. Promises, the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Um, one of the things that how you will know the Kaddish Baruch None of these things that are going to happen could possibly remotely be connected to natural causes Anyone observing it, even the most casual observer, can see this is supernatural This is the Yad HaShem and the people will realize it Now the material benefits the mountains will flow, assist with wine, va'gvos te'lech milk will flow from the land, v'chol yehu mayim and from all the springs of Judah, mayim will flow, which is a unique phenomenon, because we know the water sources in Yerushalayim are very scarce. Umayon base Hashem, and a spring will flow from the of hamikdos, yetzeh es hashitim, it will nourish nachal hashitim, is very far away. It's presumed to be the Yardane. But the Mephorshim give a very interesting explanation. A, a nation takes on some of the characteristics of the water body that besides it. Nachal Hashitim fed stone. It was the evil of stone. The, the uh, decadence was fed by Nachal Hashitim. Now the spring of the base Hamikdash. Will take over Nachashikim, curing the world of just the licentious decadence of a place like Stone. Mitzrayim l'Shmama, Mitzrayim will be desolate. yeah. the Edom Edom l'Midbar Shmama will be a deserted desert. In other words, the two worst. Mitzrayim and Edom will be reduced to desolation. because of what they had done to Yehuda, how they spilled blood on the land. The Yehuda la olam Yehuda will rest on its land eternally, as will Yehuda for generation after generation. And finally, Vinikesi Yes, I will expunge certain things. I will forgive certain nations. I will purify them from their sins. However, I will not ever expunge or excuse the spilling of innocent blood. God will dwell in Zion. And as the Rambam says, yes many sins can be forgiven avogazorah other things but spilling blood when you have murder in a society as the rambam says you literally tear apart the fabric of a society and that the cutters were who will not abide with that we conclude yoel and in mir tashem we will begin Amos. tomorrow is tishabov we should all have easy fast, so we will not be in session. But in Hashem, Friday morning, eight forty five, the beginning of Amos You will not wanna miss it at time.